0: Welcome. We hope you enjoy this recording from Christ City Church, based in Dublin, Ireland. For more podcasts and information on the church, please visit ChristCityChurch.ie. Thank you for listening.
1: We're now going to have the first of our Christmas readings. Laura is going to come and read the story of the Magi from Matthew chapter 2. If you're in your Bibles or to be on the screen.
0: in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judea. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people of Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly, and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, Gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way.
1: Paddy's gonna come and do our next reading, the story of the shepherds from Luke chapter two. And then uh, Noel is gonna come and speak. Uh,
2: Luke two, one to 20. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. Of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Aquarius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. she wrapped them in clothes and placed them in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over the flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy joy. Will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angels, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom he favors rest when the angels had left them and gone into heaven the shepherds said to one another let's go to bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the lord has told us about so they hurried off and found mary and joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger when they had seen him they spread the word concerning what they had been told them about this child and all who heard were amazed at what the shepherds said to them but mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart the shepherds returned glorifying and praising god for all the things they had heard and seen which were just as they had been told
1: thanks pat well, Noel is going to come and share, and just a brief note, we have an advisory team at Christ City Church. We're not part of any denominational network at this stage, so we established an advisory team of four older men and women who are slightly, a few war wounds in ministry that could give us advice and, and guidance as we have been going along, and Noel is very kind to give us his time and advice and speak today. So welcome, brother. Over to you. <laughs> well, it's a semi-round of applause.
3: Oh, I think I come here, do I? It's hard being small because you have to. But I like these um, adjustable. Good morning. morning. It's great to be here. Congratulations on your first Christmas over on the south side. Well done to everybody. Um, thank you, Amber, for your story. It was absolutely brilliant, and um, great insight. And God is so good, isn't He? That's the one thing we know—that God is good. And I um, just—it's great to be here. It's great to be part of the advisory team, and um, it's. Uh, yeah, some war wounds are healthy. I remember my daughter one time. She had gone through a lot of... Um, my second now has gone through a lot of, uh, I guess, this, the detachment the, the type of anxiety. She went to live in America with her husband, and she was having nightmares and night terrors, she called them. And, and she worked through it um, while she was there, thank God. And uh, there was a girl that she met called Kyoto from Japan. And um, she had... If Becky said that, if I was at of 10, she was at a ninety. And Becky was able to share with her what, how the Lord had brought her through, through you know her things and what she was doing to overcome this. And Kyoto ended up being able to come over home, got a job, went to college, all this stuff. And I realised that air pains can become somebody else's medicine, and and so they never go to waste in anyone. And if we can put, put any medicine into someone's life, praise God. You know, um, so it's great to be here. And you know, I was thinking, like it was great the way it started and um, this morning. Um, I was thinking yesterday about, it's incredible to think you could just say this sentence and go home. It's like that God became man. Man, what a, what a thought that he, he made himself vulnerable to be in the hands of human beings like you and me. And we have this great picture. I love uh, Christmas, by the way. My name is Noel. I was born on the 22nd of December. So um, three days. 22nd of December. What's your name? Lucas. Lucas. Yeah, we're reading from Luke. I like that. I'm trying to make connections. Nicholas is in the house. Like, where more can you go? Um, I love Christmas, I've, I've always gone Christmas, I'm the second youngest of 14 children, so um, again I came along like my, my brothers and sisters were working and there was money coming in and, and uh, we got, I got the same present every year for 8 years and I'll tell you why that was in a few minutes. But I love Easter. I love, sing, uh, Easter, I love Easter as well, I love Christmas, I love singing the songs, I love every one of them, I was listening to them just last night, um, Of even Perry Como singing the songs, I don't know who that is, or Frank Sinatra, love all Styles of singing the songs. And, um, and, and one of our favourites is Silent Night. One of our favourites is like Away in the Manger. And I just want to share around these things for a few minutes because, you know, we paint this picture. There's a slide going to come up. We paint this picture of Christmas and it's beautiful and it's right and the songs are telling us certain things. But it's very serene, isn't it? It's very like you know. We read in the from the scriptures there. Thank you, Pat, that that like this exactly was wasn't what it was like. You know, it was real life, real living, real 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 life actions. There was no room, You know, you you have a wife and uh, and she's pregnant and she's on the back of a donkey and uh, you know what I mean? Like that's not gonna be like a, a pleasant. What do you mean, Joseph? You didn't book anywhere. <laughs> you know what i'm saying you know like this like it's real world jesus you know god is in the reality of our lives you know and we'd like to say that like there was a you know a glow around mary going on the back of the donkey but she's a woman come on and he's a man and he made a mistake and i bet you he heard it all the way there <laughs> well there's nowhere well go and knock out doors and see can you find somewhere and if she's like my wife, Sharon, if the curtain's wearing rice, she's not even staying. <laughs> Don't care how good of a hotel it is. It was real. And, and we, 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 we paint pictures and, and they're beautiful and I love them. But the reality of that is not what it is. The reality of, of, of there was nowhere and he ended up in a manger where there was cattle. And a stack of shepherds show up because they told everybody and they went with them. And... It was a busy place can i even say it was a smelly place this doesn't show give that it was a loud place like the cattle are lowing what does that mean serenading the baby to sleep <laughs> i don't think so we better go outside to go to the toilet because uh, there's a baby coming here it's a picture that god came right into the mess of humanity he didn't paint a picture of it's going to be okay. Mm. It was prophesied way before that the virgin would be found with a baby. Jesus can identify with every situation taken from his own country, refugee, life under threat, controversial pregnancy. He can identify with the reality mm. of our mess, no matter how stinky it is. No matter if there's no angels singing on high. The Bible says in these days, God speaks to us through His Son. He shows us His heart, His compassion, His mercy. His rescue mission in sending His Son. Pretty dynamic type of am wouldn't you say you know like like they say in the in the history books it's like there's a a, a, between the old testament and the new testament there's these um years called the intermittent years which is like 400 years where god didn't speak through any prophets or anything else they were silent years now that was a silent night many of them And then you see, just up to the birth of Jesus, there's a flurry of heaven's activity on earth. That's where you see angels and you see Gabriel appearing and Mary told she's going to have the baby and go and see her cousin Elizabeth. She's going to be pregnant. She couldn't get pregnant. All of this angelic um, heavenly drama being spilt over into the earth of the reality of mankind. Even the angels, the shepherds in the field, just imagine heaven just pulled open. And just a choir of angels coming. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to all men on earth. I was babysitting this weekend myself, and my wife Sharon. We have that uh, for that girl Becky. Yeah, her other medicine is now air pain, no money missing. <laughs> <laughs> a little Emily, little Jesse, he's nearly he's three, and then Emily is one, and Emily doesn't really sleep that well. And uh, So, anyway, I thought I was over the days of getting up at half two in the morning, but. Um, to back upon us. So I know what it is to hear the baby cry. And, like, I have utmost admiration for every person that has little babies and little kids at this moment, even though we have four of our own. But you truly do forget it eh, until you're back in it and you go, you're unautomatic. You're not really asleep, even though your eyes are closed and you think you're asleep. You're not really asleep because I'm waiting for that baby to cry. And this baby that was born let out a cry. The songs paint a serene, you know, the the cattle's alone, the baby's asleep. Uh, I don't know. This cry from a baby came with a message. This birth came with a message that God is interested in our messes. He knew mankind was in a sorrow state. He says, I'm coming to rescue. I'm coming to bring them back home. I'm coming to do it myself. I'm coming to give myself. I'm coming to put myself into the hands of humans. Incredible scenario around his birth. This baby wasn't ordinary. This baby's father was God. i a bit of a dramatic birth myself, would you believe it? So second youngest of 14 kids, my mom had... Oliver, I was at home in a little flat in a place called Dolphins Barn, along the canal there, in inner city. And so when I was being born, this is the story, that um, my mum was having me in the bedroom um, next to the sitting room. There was one fire in the whole um, flat, three bedroom flat, and the rest of the siblings were sitting around watching a movie. My dad was a huge John Wayne fan, and he was sitting around watching a John Wayne movie, a movie called, would you believe, The Three Godfathers? And in the movie, there was three godfather three cowboys and they're in the desert and there was a wagon train after being attacked by, by something from some Indians and the mother was the only one left was a mother survived, giving birth to a baby. And these three cowboys stumble across and they think everyone's everyone's after being killed and they come across the woman and the woman gives birth to a baby and she passes away. So the, trick, the movie's about the three godfathers getting the baby back to civilization, through the desert, overcoming attacks, all those things. So my siblings were watching this, and then when I'm born, my dad wraps me in a blanket and brings me out to heat me at the fire. And my, my family, my brothers and sisters said to my dad, Dad, where did you get the baby? Like, they're only little ones. And he said, John Wayne left them. <laughs> So for the first eight years of my life, I was told John Wayne was my father. And I got the same present every year, was a cowboy outfit. With a letter every year saying, with a little card saying that you, when you're eight, I'm gonna come and get you. And bring you to America and you'll have your own horse and all that stuff. And it didn't really affect me, but every now and then in the middle of the night, I wake up thinking I'm on a horse. Not quite as dramatic as Jesus. But the kids were like, where did he get the baby? Where did he come from? He come from somewhere else. John Wayne, he's in America. All of them looking at this baby in the manger. In the middle of the mess. Where did he come from? He's God's son. He's the Messiah. He's the saviour of the world. Crying out. And the little babies, babies cry. God crying out like he did in the garden. Adam, where are you? Mm-hmm. But now he comes again. Adam, where are you? He comes. It, it, there was no silent night. No one can convince me it was a silent night. I love the song. The cry of the baby. The message that was coming with this baby. That he can give us Rest. From all the madness of the world that we live in, that He can make our crazy nights silent nights, nights where we can be still, lives that where we can be we can be rid of the hurry and the scurrying around, even most prevalent at this time of the year. He's the rest. He's the one that brings peace. He's the one that brings holy nights. He's the one that can identify with every situation that you can go through in this life. He knew what it was to be harassed. He knew what it was to, for controversy surround him. He knew what it was to be rejected by others. The baby crying out. The baby signifying the message of the baby. I'm here to bring eternal life. Mm. And Joseph going around knocking at the doors. listen, would you have a space for me and my wife? She's pregnant. No room. No room. Somebody made room. Somebody said, it's busy, but I have a place. I could make more money out of somebody else, but I'll give it to you. Somebody made room for this Jesus. And that's, that's asked of us all. The God who comes to come right into our messes, whether it's anxiety, whether it's lack, whether it's pain, whether it's shame, whether it's guilt, whether it's brokenness, he knows where we're at. He knows what's going on. And he says, I'll come right in the middle of it and bring heaven with me and bring my healing and bring my freedom and bring my acceptance. He's still going around. It goes right all the way to Revelations where there's this beautiful picture of Jesus still knocking at doors. If anybody opens up, I'll come in and I'll fellowship with them. I was praying last week about Christmas and I was. It was something on the TV and it was a group of people and and a fellow singing in the front and they might as well have been singing rocking around the Christmas tree because singing away in the major was just another Christmas song. And I was praying, Lord, would you make this Christmas an impactful Christmas in the heart of every person that hears these songs, that are not just songs, that declarations, the pictures being painted, that God sent his only begotten son because he loves this world. He loved and he still loves. And he's still going around knocking. And I love that part that was just read by Pat in, in Luke. It says, they told everyone along the way that like we would have what um, Amber said, she kept using this word, I have this confidence of who I am and who I was born into and why I was on this planet. And as Christians, we have, to, we have to carry no shame about declaring what this season is really about because the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. How did you become a believer? Someone shared the reality that God came rather than live without us. That Jesus gave us life so we could have eternal life. That he took our sins upon himself so we wouldn't have to pay the punishment for those sins before God. Like, what a message. Mm. I was sharing with this guy, I kid, you not. my my home is a bit of a crazy place, right? Our four daughters, and it seems like our home has been a point of ministry all all of our walk, which is 33 years now. And many times the Lord has spoken through different people to Sharon, my wife, that there will be miracles around your kitchen table. And one, just during COVID, um, the first lockdown, some fe- fella, like he did a great, um, great job, worked as a, an advocate for pe- women that were in the laundries that were a blemish uh, society for so long and many other things. And, there. Uh, But this this lad was an ex herman addict. And now he had this amazing job where he was speaking on behalf of others. And during lockdown, things got on top of him, ends back on crack, which is absolutely 100 times worse. And somehow my friend meets him, and the two of them end up around my table in the house. And I'm sitting there telling them, I'm, I'm telling them the story of God coming. I said, can you imagine that like everything you've ever done wrong can be forgiven if you accept what Jesus done on the cross? Wash clean, slate brand new, wash whiter than the snow, nothing held against you. Nothing, nothing. God won't say, oh, I forgot about that one. I need to just hammer you on that. He, everything is washed. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed your sin from you. And I knew he had his attention. I'm like, no, not only is all everything that you've ever done, imagine all the brokenness that has come through sin gets healed. You're in a process of becoming more like who he is. That you can do, walk, talk, act, be compassionate, loving, as much as he is. 1 John says, as he walks, so shall we. Not only that, but he has a plan for your life. A purpose. A purpose that, that you're fulfilling what you are made for. That assigned to your life is an assignment of life. Wow. Not only that, but when you pass away, the grave is not the end. That you go to be with Him forever and ever and ever without no pain, no shame, no guilt. My last question was to Mark are you ever going to hear good news like that again? Mm -hmm. That's the message. That's what his little baby cry was screaming out all over. Mm -hmm. That things have changed. A way is being made. There's a new day upon us. Mm -hmm. There's a new covenant that's being written and ratified. It will be ratified. And it's yours if you open up. With Mark to finish that story, there's two finishings. He gave his life to Jesus. And my friend who, was, who brought him had become a Christian a couple of months prior to this. And he had an incredible encounter with God. See, God is not someone just to be believed in. God is someone to be encountered. He wants to meet you and show you. And Tom had had this incredible deliverance it's the only way I can call it. And I looked and when I asked Mark could we pray for him Tom was on his knees praying for him and this man started to shake rattle and roll I kid you not whatever was going on with all of this stuff he came in not in black and white he came in in you know the old old movies that are grey they're not even black and white they're grey he came in that way and we prayed for him and I just kept praying Lord show him your love show him your love and I don't know how everything works, but this man started to cough. This that man started to get some things up. That was he said he was it was attached to his throat. His job was to advocate for people who had been traumatised. If I was the devil, I'd show him up. I'd get him back on crack. He was standing up for the most vulnerable. He left their house in full colour. Full colour, I kid you not. That man did not walk out the way he came in. I texted him the next day, do you want to come with me for coffee? Do you want to come to church Sunday? I can't. Why? I went home. My missus said to me, Jesus or me? She says, no, I won't see you this week. But that's the choice we all have. That's the choice we have here this morning. Stick with my pain, shame, guilt, sin, problems, aggro. What will someone else say? Or I throw my lot in with this Jesus. Who will make a way. Who will open the hearts of others. Sometimes it's not easy following Jesus. I work in air ministry as mostly around in our city. Do you all think they're tough and hard people? A load of tough men. I'm like real men and women, follow Jesus. Real men and women put up with things for following Jesus that these hard so-called hard people would crumble. Men and women that follow God, not only has things of this world coming against them, but things of the inner man coming against them, and things of a devil coming against them. And I implore you to open your heart today. This could be your day. 22nd of March, 1989, a Tuesday evening at 9.40 in the National Stadium, I went to hear a man, called, a man called Reinhard Bonnke. I was 22 years of age. He says, do you want to open your heart to Jesus and receive all that he has for you? I was a bookie at the time. I know good odds when I see them. a <laughs> life. I just lived the way of being living. I wasn't even living. I was existing. And I asked him and I accepted him. And I started to live. Would you close your eyes, please? Lord, it's enough to know that you came as Emmanuel, God with us. To think, Lord, that you would come to find us, Lord. To search us out, Lord. Knowing all that we've done or failed to do, Lord. Knowing where we lack, because we all do. Knowing where we fail to live up, where we judge ourselves, where we whole unforgiveness against ourselves. You know the whole lot, Lord. And you've come. And you came. You lived and you showed us what Father's heart was like, Jesus. And you went to the cross. And you paid the price for us so our sins could be forgiven. And the stranglehold of sin on our lives could be broken so that we could live the life that you had already ordained for us, O God. Everyone is important, every single name, oh God. Lord, has your assignment attached to a Lord? And yet, Lord, we can shut you out. We can close the, the shutters of our lives and say, I don't know, or we can hear you knocking. The greatest news you're ever going to hear is that God loves you and he's paid all the bills and he has a place for you. Would you open your heart to him to this day? Would you open your heart if you've never did? Is this some big religious ceremonial, okay, come on in Jesus. I hear what you can do. I know what you've done for others. I want my story. I want to be another one that can say God is real Jesus came and there's power in what's been proclaimed in his name so I'd encourage you to open up hey there's room here Jesus how corny as it sounds it's like there's room, no room, no room room. hey there's room here Jesus, there's room here. Come on in and bring your kingdom. Bring your forgiveness. Bring your healing. Bring your mercy. Bring your joy. Bring your hope. It's unending. Bring your gentleness. Bring your miracles. Bring your signs. Bring your wonders, Lord. Let this Christmas be different than any other Christmas. And the same baby, the same Jesus, who came with a message for salvation, also comes with a message for the church. Come to him, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and he'll give you rest. He will turn your hurried nights into silent nights where you're at peace, where you're still, where you're at is, with who you are, who he is, and what this world is and isn't. So bring to him, even right now, an exchange and This is where I'm at, Lord. This is what's going on. I know you know. I just want to confess it. I just want to say it out loud, Lord, because I don't want to carry it anymore. And I give you these things. And I ask, Jesus, that you would release your peace because you're the Prince of Peace. You would release your power because you're the Almighty God. You would release your care in the arms around us because you're the everlasting Father you would release your wisdom Lord because you're the wonderful counselor I bless CCC in the name of Jesus Mm. I bless each one of you this, this day I pray over your lives into your lives that you would know right now the love of God shed abroad in your heart and I say the Lord bless you and keep you and the Lord cause his face to shine upon you the Lord lift up his countenance to you Lord, be gracious to you. The Lord grants you, gives to you, his shalom, his peace that brings healing, completeness, wholeness, prosperity, and favor. And we receive it, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen.